It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, it's the eighth consecutive year that DECAL is calling for families and caregivers to increase their awareness of the dangers of leaving children unattended in vehicles. Last month, we held a virtual news conference for our Look Again campaign with guests from the Georgia Department of Public Health and the University of Georgia. And uh, we're going to take you to that news conference on this week's podcast to learn more information about this important topic. As Georgians get back on the road, it is important to remember that our children are the most precious cargo we carry. Don't let life's distractions end your day in tragedy. When you get out of your vehicle, check the front and back seats and look again. Also, lock the doors to your vehicle, even when you're at home. It only takes a few minutes for the inside of a vehicle to reach deadly temperatures. So please, never leave a child alone in a vehicle for any reason. If you see a child alone in a vehicle, call 911 immediately and seek help. We can all make a difference and maybe save a life. I'm joining the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning and asking that you always look again. And we can tell you that uh, he has been a big supporter. Uh, He and uh, First Lady Marty Kemp, of uh, the Look Again campaign, and we appreciate everything that they do in bringing attention to this uh, very important uh, topic. Uh, This is our first virtual news conference that we uh, have done uh, in this manner. Uh, Normally, we would welcome you to the Capitol, uh, maybe the, uh, the north wing of the Capitol outside the governor's office, or to the Sloppy Floyd Tower, where our offices, uh, our Atlanta offices are located in downtown Atlanta. But Uh, With everything going on, the pandemic, and even though we're feeling much more confident and things are looking great right now, uh, we just felt like it would be a safer route to take to do this in a virtual format today. And so uh, we do want to thank you for joining us in this format. Uh, This is our eighth annual Look Again campaign. Uh, My name is Reg Griffin. I'm the Chief Communications Officer with the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. And uh, today you're going to be hearing from some folks who uh, are not only concerned about this topic, but are true experts uh, in the field. First, we're going to hear from our commissioner, uh, Amy Jacobs, uh, who will be uh, sharing some thoughts with you and some statistics uh, around the role that we play here at DECAL with um, preventing uh, pediatric vehicular heat stroke. We're also going to be hearing from Lisa Dawson, Director of Injury Prevention with the Georgia Department of Public Health. Great partners uh, with DECAL in this cause and many others. And then we're honored to have Dr. Andrew Grunstein, Professor of Geography at the University of Georgia in Athens, where he specializes in weather, uh, climate, and the effects on human health. So we're all together today for the proclamation of a simple message, look again. Leaving children unattended in vehicles is the leading cause of non-traffic vehicular deaths across our nation. And outside of car crashes, heat stroke is the number one killer of children. 
The Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning is responsible for licensing and regulating the child care industry in Georgia. And we've made the health and safety of Georgia's youngest citizens a top priority for our agency each and every day. The last time a child died after being left in a hot car while in a Georgia child care program was 10 years ago. Her name was Jasmine Green, and she was two years old. Now, since that day, we have greatly increased our focus on transportation safety and doing everything humanly possible to prevent what happened to Jasmine from ever happening again to another child in Georgia. We also dedicate this year's Look Again campaign to the memory of Jasmine Green and remembering her family uh, during this very difficult time. It was an honor for me to speak with her father uh, soon after joining the agency back in 2012 in our first Look Again video. And we wanted to share that with you in marking this 10th anniversary of Jasmine's passing. They went on a field trip and a child was dropped off during the field trip. Um, their count said 12. 13 kids came back, 12 left, 13 came back, and uh, unfortunately my daughter was the one that they missed. And um, they found my daughter inside the van, um, non-responsive, and I was seeing it on the news, on the TV, where it's like toddler left on daycare van, and um, they hadn't put up a picture yet, but they were study saying Jasmine Green, Jasmine Green. I'm like, whoa, 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 you know? So very staining, very tattooed type memory, something that, that hurts a lot and you, I'll never ever, ever get rid of that memory out of, my, out of my mind. You gotta continue to look on these buses. You gotta bring these people's kids home. Like there's no tomorrow without a child. Please just look again. That was Charles Green, and um, what a story. And for him to be able to stand in his front yard and talk with us uh, was an amazing thing. But um, his, th his feelings are the same as ours, and that is that we never want to see that happen to a child uh, ever again. And so the message uh, echoes year after year uh, for us to look again. You know, you, you might say, haven't you guys done this before? Is it still even an issue? And the data, and we're data-driven here at DECAL, it says yes. And we need your help in carrying this message to the people of Georgia uh, through traditional media, social media, word of mouth, whatever you can do in your sphere of influence. So let's get started. We will allow time for questions of our speakers at the end. But as we continue with today's program, please feel free to send us your questions using the chat box in the Zoom feature. Uh, we're also using technology to ask you some questions. So please take out your device and point it at the QR code on your screen, or you can go to Slido, S-L-I-D-O.com. I love technology. Uh, you can go there on your mobile or your desktop and enter the code 634 397 We're going to start with a simple question just to make sure we're all connected and uh, Houston, we don't have a problem. What city are you watching from this morning? What city are you watching from this morning? 
And if technology serves us right, we're going to begin to see, oh, look at this, Marietta, Lawrenceville, Noonan, the Kula, Metter. I love Metter. You don't hear from Metter very often, but that's very cool. Uh, Peachtree Corners, someone wrote in the chat box. That's good. Um, so this is the way the technology will work. We'll ask a couple of questions as we go along, but it'll give us a little word cloud here. And um, hopefully... Everybody is plugged in. Got a lot of folks from Marietta, clearly, uh, watching today. Uh, Kennesaw is on board. Uh, Peachtree Corners, Atlanta, Paulding. This is great. This is kind of a simple question here to just get, uh, give you an idea of how this works. Um, but good to have everyone on from the Homer is checking in. Michelle, nice to have you with us today. Uh, I love it. Everybody's proud of their hometown. Give them a little shout out here. This is terrific. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. And we know this is a busy time. You know, we're getting down toward very, very close to uh, the Memorial Day weekend. And we know that technically that starts, you know, here in Atlanta, people start taking their Memorial Day weekend sometime in February. And so uh, <laughs> the airport is crowded. The roads are crowded. Uh, but thank you for carving out this time. Uh, to be with us uh, today. We'll check back in on our slider questions in a moment. We're also very excited to say that we're on Facebook Live today. I want to thank Jerry Brown of our communications team, as well as our IT team for helping us uh, set that up. So all of our Facebook friends, about 20,000 of you uh, who check in with us on a regular basis, thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. And we'll be asking you more questions in just a moment. Well, with two children of her own, this issue is very important to the commissioner of the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. She has made this a priority uh, each year since joining the agency in June of 2014. It is my pleasure to introduce to you uh, Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Thank you, Reg, and good morning, everyone. We appreciate you joining us today. As Reg mentioned, this is our eighth year sponsoring the Look Again campaign here in Georgia, and we are occasionally asked, are you doing this again? Is this really an issue? And while the numbers are improving, the data indicates this is still a problem and we need reminders, especially as we enter the hot summer months. Just like we all need reminders when we are carrying children in our cars and trying not to let distractions cause a tragedy that is completely preventable. Look Again is a message to families, childcare providers, and the general public that creates greater awareness and understanding on how to prevent pediatric vehicular heat stroke. Our partners at Safe Kids Worldwide use the acronym ACT, avoid heat stroke, create reminders, and take action. Thousands of children in Georgia are cared for daily by childcare providers, most of whom regularly transport children. If there's a silver lining that can be found in this pandemic, it might be that most families have stayed closer to home, had less complicated schedules, and less distractions. Some statistics to consider nationally, last year, 24 children died from pediatric vehicular heat stroke, thankfully none in Georgia, and that's down from the previous year's total of 53. Tragically, a child in North Carolina recently died from vehicular heat stroke and became our first victim in 2021. So you may be wondering, how did DECAL get involved in this effort? Well, when DECAL receives reports of children left in vehicles by providers, we investigate each incident. During fiscal year 2020, nine children were left in vehicles by childcare providers statewide. And in fiscal year 2021, two children have been left. While these numbers have definitely improved overall, we cannot and will not become complacent. 
With 35 child deaths from 1998 to 2020, Georgia ranks 33rd in the nation, for instance, of pediatric vehicular heat stroke. And I know we're all strong competitors, but this is a category where we would like to come in last. Also, I think it's important to note this is not a problem exclusive to childcare providers. In fact, more often it happens while children are in the care of their own family or friends. And so today's warning goes not only to child care programs, centers, and family child care learning homes, but to families, communities, neighborhoods, schools, places of worship, anywhere children gather, are cared for, and are being transported. That's why, again, this year, we are reminding the general public to never leave a child alone in a vehicle, even for a minute. And when you've checked your vehicle to make sure everyone arrives safely and is out of the vehicle, look again. And be sure to close and lock the doors because cars, trucks, and vans are like playgrounds to our children. Another point of clarification, vehicular heat stroke is a year-round problem. It can happen even when temperatures are in the upper 50s. But it becomes particularly serious over the summer months when the average temperature in Georgia reaches 88 degrees and higher. In just 10 minutes, the temperature inside your car can rise 19 degrees. Think about that. We believe that lives will be saved if these simple warnings are heard and heeded. Technology is helping in this effort, from sensors in car seats and in vehicles to phone apps, which now have reminders to check the back seat when you reach your destination. Thanks again for your time and attention to this important issue. I look forward to any questions you might have later on. Reg, back to you. All right. Thank you, Commissioner Jacobs. And let's ask another question of our audience today using our Slido technology. What is the leading cause of non-vehicular deaths across the nation? What's your best guess? There are no really wrong answers because a lot of different factors come into play. But what is the leading cause of non-vehicular deaths across the nation? Uh, Let's see as folks... um, come in with some answers. And as they are, we'll uh, recognize some shout outs to some hometowns, St. Simon's Island. Marcy, we're all jealous of you. Doreen and Savannah, we're jealous of you as well. Uh, Bridget in Grovetown, Georgia, saying hello via our chat feature. Anyone have any guesses? Um, And I'm hoping that uh, the technology is working for us here. Uh, ACT is a good reminder, absolutely. Oh, I think maybe we had the different question. Is that what, uh, okay. So what are some ways you can remind yourself you are transporting a child? That's, uh, I, I was out of order here on my script. Leave your work bag in the back seat. Great idea. Uh, put your purse in the back seat. Absolutely. Sorry for getting the wrong question there. Um, I thought you guys were very, very quiet for a moment. Anyone else with a suggestion? Some ways to remind yourself you are transporting a child. The commissioner mentioned uh, the technology that's available using your ways. Tie a ribbon on your steering wheel. That's a great idea. Great idea. Very low tech and very easy to do. Uh, talk to the child throughout the ride. Absolutely important. Great suggestion, which we should be doing anyway, because that time uh, we need to capture, and as you know, the the parent and the family are the child's first teacher, and um, you can capture that great time with them. Um, someone said, put your, let's say, put your purse, I'll leave one shoe next to your child. You know, I've heard that, and, I, and that sounds like a great suggestion to me, because who could go on with their day if they only have one shoe? On. So I love that. I think, I think there's a lot of truth to that. 
Although there are days that I might just keep going, but no, uh, one shoe in the back is probably a good idea. These are great suggestions. Thank you. And um, keep them coming because we, we love to remind folks through our social media throughout the summer with our Look Again campaign of ways to remember. All of these are very, very important. So thank you for your feedback. Well, you know, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, DECAL has worked side by side with Dr. Kathleen Toomey and the Georgia Department of Public Health on guidance for childcare programs and details around vaccine eligibility for our pre-K and childcare teachers and staff. They are great partners uh, year in and year out, but particularly, and I hate to say it, but in this unprecedented year. Uh, DPH has been such a strong partner with DECAL, and we appreciate everything that they've done, uh, truly uh, moving day by day in, uh, in ways that we've never really worked together before. And so this has been a crazy year, uh, but we have really been encouraged by the uh, camaraderie and the collaboration uh, with the Department of Public Health. And we're excited to partner with them as well every year on Look Again. And it's my pleasure to introduce to you a good friend, Lisa Dawson. She is director of the Injury Prevention Program with the Georgia Department of Public Health to bring her perspective today. Lisa. Thank you, Reg. That was so wonderful. And thanks to all the folks who are participating. That was really um, incredibly thoughtful, some of the things that were being suggested, especially for folks um, who don't transport children all the time. Being out of routine and in routine are kind of two different things. And we're going to talk just a little bit more about that, but really fantastic suggestions. Um, there's no, no silver bullet. There's no one size fits all. So um, all suggestions welcome. So just again, thank you to Reg um, and Commissioner Jacobs and all the staff at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. It's really a privilege to be here with you guys um, and with all our colleagues in child care and climate science to talk about the preventable heat stroke incidents with children. We have been honored to work with many agencies and organizations each year to remind the driving public of this hazard. Um, anyone who owns a vehicle uh, and anyone who transports children will hopefully hear us. Uh, kids getting into or being left in cars can be deadly due to the rising temperatures of a hot closed car. Small bodies cannot regulate their temperature via sweating the way adults do. It's just physi physiologically not possible. Between 2010 and 2019, 21 children in Georgia have died from being left in or climbing into a hot car. Georgia ranks in the top five in the nation for hot car deaths. And as Commissioner Jacobs stated, um, the numbers have been declining, but we always have the opportunity for improvement. We have not gotten to zero yet. We believe we can get there. Um, with attention like this press conference to this issue and vigilance, we can get there. Uh, there are three ways to minimize risk. Um, one is by making the environment more secure. Keep your car locked in your driveway and teach children the areas in and around cars are not for play. Um, much like a hot stove or a busy intersection, it's a no-go zone. 25% um, of children who died in hot cars got into the cars by themselves. Little kids especially are able to get into parked vehicles but lack the dexterity, size, and strength to simultaneously manipulate the handles and push heavy doors to get out again. Vehicles are designed for adults. 
Second way to minimize risk, by giving yourself as the driver, as many of you have already put in the Slido and in the chat, a reminder in case you do get distracted because life intervenes. Um, more than 50% of children were mistakenly left in vehicles. Something that is a part of your normal exit the car routine, like you all were putting in the chat, purse, briefcase, computer, um, will help counter life's distractions. Um, multitasking is really kind of, we used to be really proud of it, um, but um, it's really kind of the enemy to being able to focus on um, what we're doing. Um, uh, working in transportation safety, we really want you to focus on the road when you're driving. Um, but multitasking refers to the ability to manage multiple responsibilities at once, um, focusing on one task while keeping track of others. And when we engage in multitasking, what we're actually doing is task switching. We really don't do it as well as we think. Um, in rigorous research, 97.5% of people fail multitasking tests. While technology can help, and I really appreciate uh, bringing that to the forefront, um, a visual inspection and a headcount like uh, decal is requiring for childcare is really the best way to go. Finally, the last thing I would suggest is it's a village. <laughs> Let's coordinate with folks to make sure that kids get to where they're supposed to be. If, um, if, if my husband's taken my child to Graham's house and um, uh, I want Graham's to call me if they haven't shown up by the time appointed. That's really, coordination can really help out too. Um, so depending on those other folks to help back us up is really key. Um, I just want to thank everybody for the opportunity to participate. It's a fantastic um, uh, collaboration. Really grateful to uh, Reg and all the staff at DECAL. Thanks, Lisa. I, I think the first time we met was uh, when this uh, campaign began several years ago, and uh, we've talked about it all the time, uh, about ways of trying to get people to really put this in the forefront of their minds. Um, we have seen, as the commissioner mentioned uh, before, a drop in the numbers, which we believe is related to the pandemic, with families not being so preoccupied and not multitasking as much. And we'll take that um, along with um, you know, the silver lining, as we mentioned. Um, but we've got to keep it in the forefront because we know we're going to slowly get back to normal and it's going to be uh, a challenge. So uh, thank you to everyone for um, making this uh, an important issue. Uh, we're going to try another question, and uh, this will be our last one for today on the Slido uh, scale and survey. How can you help get the word out about Look Again? How can you, and we've got some child care providers, we've got some child care advocates, we've got our media uh, folks, uh, share on the family app. Absolutely. Social media. Great suggestion. Uh, repost messages on social media. Let me tell you, reposting is huge, huge. And so, yeah, to take that message and move it along, absolutely important. Um, social media, very important. Uh, obviously, you guys have a, uh, a, a list of followers. Uh, Doreen says word of mouth. Um, word of mouth still works. Folks, it still does. Even in a high-tech world like we live in, word of mouth to some families um, that you encounter, that you come into contact with every day, please just remind them 
And it's not just a summertime thing. I, we can't stress that enough. We bring it up in the summer uh, because it becomes much more serious and, um, and threatening. But this is a problem with 60 and 70 degree temperatures um, year round um, because of the temperature inside the car. Uh, talk to your community. Shared in a biweekly newsletter. Absolutely. Community partners. We love our community partners here at DECAL. We have community uh, coordinators across the state because DECAL really is a grassroots organization. Uh, child care is a grassroots organization. Uh, so we appreciate that. Share with your child's licensed child care program. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with reminding them and just checking in with them. Hey, are you following the rules? They will appreciate the opportunity to tell you that they are and uh, that they are um, part of the Look Again campaign. Tell your friends. These are all great suggestions. Twelve excellent suggestions from everyone. You know, we all have our sphere of influence. And so for you, that might be in your community. It might be a homeowners association. It might be your church. It might be a community club, wherever you can do what you can do, and that helps spread the word. Organic uh, is a term you hear a lot with social media uh, because things do sort of take on this organic appeal and they start spreading. And that's what we want to see happen um, with the Look Again message. So thank you to uh, everyone for participating um, in that question. Some great, uh, great responses uh, today. Well, for eight years now, we've worked with Safe Kids Worldwide on the issue of pediatric vehicular heat stroke. And through Safe Kids, uh, we met our next speaker, Dr. Andrew Grunstein, who turned out to be a nationally known expert in this field, right in our own backyard, even in Athens, Georgia, go dogs. And you know what a big fan the governor is of the UGA campus and the Bulldogs and everything. So Dr. Grunstein is a great addition to our program this year. He is professor, uh, a professor in the Department of Geography at the University of Georgia. He has a PhD in climatology from the University of Delaware and has become a leading expert in weather, climate, and its effect on human health. And that's where um, this uh, comes up in uh, this issue today. Dr. Grunstein has done extensive work in the area of pediatric vehicular heat stroke. So, uh, Andrew, welcome to the program today. Well, thanks for having me. And it's uh, kind of to echo what Lisa said. It's a real pleasure to be here to talk about this extremely important topic. Kind of in my capacity, uh, I've been studying how hot cars can get. We all know, um, as the commissioner said, that you know, in 10 minutes, it can heat up 19 degrees in an hour, it can be over 40 degrees. And you think about a day, a typical summer day in Georgia could be in the 90s. So these cars can get extremely hot very quickly. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, why I think we all know that, you know, those of us who drive, we go to the car and it's way hotter than outside. Well, that works because the cars operate like a greenhouse. The sunlight passes in and gets absorbed by the surfaces in the car. And then that gives off energy and it gets trapped and these you get these very rapid rises in temperature cars can be dangerous all the year round though for heat so we always have to be really vigilant um, one of the things i did want to mention um you know we've been talking a little bit about how as we start returning to normal uh, my colleague jan nolan and i uh, did some work on 
you know, we knew that this year was I had only 24 deaths, which is still too many, but is far better than it has been last year. There was uh, previous years over 50. And one of the things we noticed, we looked at the breakdown of, of this different circumstances and, you know, people were leaving their kids in the car less. They were forgetting their kids in the cars less frequently. And we think that's because they were driving less. They weren't going to, you know, taking their kids to school and so forth. Um, but the kids that got trapped in the car uh, at home stayed about the same. So these are all things we need to be vigilant about. But one of the things we're concerned about is as things open up and we returning to taking our kids to school and so forth, we really need to be mindful. Our routines are changing again, and we really need to be very mindful of looking again and checking um, for our kids in the back seats of the car. Absolutely. And uh, we appreciate Dr. Grunstein being with us uh, today. We're going to open it up for uh, any questions that uh, you guys may have, uh, things that we have not covered um, in today's program. You can uh, use the chat box uh, for your questions. And while you're putting your questions together, we do want to share with you a public service announcement that we've produced for this year's Look Again campaign. We will be sharing this on social media. And uh, as you pointed out, many of you uh, in the survey just a moment ago, please share that with your uh, family and friends and others on your social media. I want to thank Jerry Brown for putting a lot of work into not only today's uh, call and virtual news conference, but also producing uh, this PSA. Uh, Jerry is an Emmy award-winning uh, broadcast journalist uh, that we were fortunate enough to uh, find and uh, he joined our team after covering sports for a long time. Uh, and so I don't know if it's as exciting, but uh, it certainly is challenging and we appreciate uh, his work um, every day. So let's share our public service announcement with you now that we'll be using throughout the summer to remind everyone to look again. We have all seen the stories. Shoppers helped save a baby left in a hot car. He forgot and left his 22-month-old son in a hot car while he went to work. Video we got of a child being rescued from a hot car. Look again is a simple message with a huge meaning. You missed my child for three hours. We never want any parents to feel that type of pain again. We want anyone who is transporting children, whether it's families, child care providers, whomever, to just take time and look again. No time of year or for any amount of time is it good to leave a child in a vehicle alone, especially during the hot summer days in Georgia where vehicles can be deadly for children left alone. We all know that life can be hectic and stressful. This past year is a testament to that. That's why Look Again is a simple yet powerful reminder so that these preventable tragedies do not happen again. It's a simple request. When you get out of your vehicle, please check the front and back seats, and before you walk away, look again. Also, lock your doors, even when you are at home. If you see a child left alone in a vehicle, immediately call 911. I'm Commissioner Amy Jacobs of the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning asking you to look again. And once again, uh, dedicating our program this year to Jasmine Green, the memory of Jasmine Green. Ten years ago, uh, we lost her in Clayton County. And um, her dad shared the story a moment ago, but um, uh, they went on a field trip to a Chuck E. Cheese and uh, 12 children left. 
And uh, one family joined them while on the trip. So that was 13. And when the, the bus returned to the childcare program, they counted 12, thinking that was all of them. And Jasmine had curled up uh, and gone to sleep on the bus. And uh, so we dedicate this program, uh, this campaign to Jasmine. Uh, and her memory. All right, let's see if we have any questions. Cindy Kicklider is from our nutrition team, but we draft her for things like this, special projects, other duties as assigned, as they say. And uh, Cindy, do we have any questions coming in on uh, on the chat? We do have a couple of questions. Uh, Lisa Dawson says, if you see a child unattended in a hot car, call 911. And Reg, I just thought that you could... Uh, expand on that, how it is okay to call 911 if you see a child left in the vehicle. Sure. And uh, Commissioner, I'll defer to you as well. I know we've had this conversation with um, our state patrol uh, officials, uh, local police, uh, and they have told us that, yes, they, they absolutely encourage you to call 911 if you see a child left in a vehicle. And we all know the tendency is to, well, you know, it's not none of my business. I won't get involved. Uh, because they're probably going to come right back out again. Um, most parents should thank you for for bringing it to their attention. Uh, but yes, uh, Commissioner, anything you'd like to add on on that? I know we've had this conversation through the years. Yeah, I completely agree, Reg. And I would just ask everyone if you do see a child, call nine one one. Don't hesitate. I think um, from what Dr. Grunstein told us and Lisa told us about how children's body temperature does not regulate uh, like an adult does through sweating. And then the inside of a car can become so hot because of kind of the greenhouse effect that you just really can't waste a minute. So it may be a little uncomfortable, but if you can save a life, it's worth, it's worth calling 911 and let the police handle it Right from that point. We've got a great visual. I don't know if we have it at the ready, but uh, Jerry, do we have the, the video of the, um, that sort of showed the demonstration of the car and the way the temperature rises? And Dr. Grunstein, I know this is uh, something that you produce. Maybe you can walk us through this. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is actually from uh, my colleague, Jan Knoll's website. Um, it shows the, the sunlight coming into the car, going through the windows. It heats up the interior. And with the windows up, that heat builds up. And you can see outside it might be 80 degrees, but within an hour, it's well over, you know, it's over 120 degrees, which is extremely dangerous for a child. It's amazing how quickly that happens. Today's high temperature is 88 degrees. That's what's forecast. And in 10 minutes, that temperature inside the car can raise um, to 107 degrees. So an 88 degree day, little breeze, you're feeling comfortable, but your car can heat up much faster. And uh, Andrew, you were telling me before we started the news conference today that you tried this with your own car right there on campus. And what happened? Yeah, absolutely. I, I left my car out in, a, you know, in Athens on a typical June day, and I left it out for a few hours and it got up to uh, almost 170 degrees. Unbelievable. So, um, yeah, yeah, you hear about this. I think the most heartbreaking story I've heard in the years of covering this was an incident in Macon where a nurse that worked for a hospital was in a rush to get to work, left her child in the car and her child died uh, during the hot summer months in a car parked outside of a hospital. Think about the irony there. 
of her yeah. rushing to get to work to help save lives. And yet in her rush, her child died. Heartbreaking. Cindy, we yes, we do have another question. Uh, will we have stickers for car bumpers this year to help with reminders? Jessica asked us. You know, Jessica, we do have stickers. If you will um, email me, and it's reg.griffin at gal.ga.gov. We will try to (laughs) And if everybody can mute your mic, we're hearing a little bit of feedback. But yeah, email me. We can get you some stickers. We have not been as... as strong on the on the uh, giveaways this year, the posters, the the keychains and whatnot, because we weren't in person. Uh, but we do have stickers left over their window clings uh, that we can get you, as well as maybe some posters. And um, maybe we should give away a few T-shirts, too, uh, on our social media one day. Cindy. Okay, I have a question for Dr. Grunstein from Michelle Wright. Is there a time frame which i.e. which months here in Georgia are worse for cars getting too hot for kids and pets for that matter? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I I think that the hazard gets worse as we get into the heart of the summer, but Georgia, you know, it it can be warm through the spring and even into the fall. So I think in Georgia, we really do need to be vigilant all year round, but it especially gets bad, you know, as it gets hotter as we get into the summer. We kind of went over this, but maybe there's something else you can expand on. Why are these conditions more dangerous for children than adults? Is there anything else you want to add? Well, I don't know if uh, anyone else wants to jump in there, but you know, the idea is with children, their bodies can heat up more quickly. I mean, also the smaller children are strapped in there. They can't remove clothing and obviously they're unable to get themselves out of the car. So you know, they're at very high risk for this compared to an adult. I can also chime in um, when the human body is exposed to extreme heat, there are several processes the body uses to maintain temperatures like sweating, increasing thirst. And during heat stroke, these mechanisms actually start to fail. Um, Once the body gets to 107 degrees, there is a serious organ damage and potential failure. And at 120 degrees, this process is simply faster. I'm not going to get into some of the other things uh, from our friends at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, but Dr. Manish Argwal has um, has many of these details if you want to understand the physiological process. You know, uh, there have been some people uh, in other parts of the country uh, that uh, adults that have demonstrated this and they've done videos of where they have sat inside a car. I know some law enforcement folks have done this and described what they were feeling, even as an adult. And adults are more resilient to this than young children. Um, but within just a few minutes, you can begin to, to tell. And I'm not encouraging you to do that. Um, but if you want to get a feel for it, uh, just wait. Uh, one day this week, <laughs> maybe just sit inside the car for a little while. And you'll see how quickly you begin to feel uncomfortable, um, especially those of us that have become addicted to air conditioning. And if you're like me, I love my air conditioning. So, um, but that's not even sick. You know, let me, let me preface that by saying, don't think you can leave your child in the car with the air conditioning on. That's not a good idea. And we haven't really mentioned it, but we're having a lot of serious problems around the state with carjackings and uh, what they call slider crimes with people just coming in behind the wheel and stealing a car And every now and then you'll hear a story about uh, a child left in the vehicle while mom or dad or a family member, they were pumping gas or went into the 
convenience store or whatever. What a tragic. Uh, how would you deal with something like that uh, if you had made that mistake? So look again uh, applies to a lot of different scenarios. And um, and we just want to encourage you to do that on a regular basis. Um, Bridget says the press conference has been very enlightening. Thank you. Production and visuals top notch. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. That's always good to hear. Any other questions here real quick before we um, wrap up? We don't want to take too much of your time. We know you got other things to do. And as I said, it's a busy heading toward a holiday weekend, but we want you to know that uh, this is a message that cannot be said uh, enough. So let me thank our panel, um, Commissioner Jacobs, Lisa Dawson from the Georgia Department of Public Health, Dr. Grunstein from the University of Georgia. Thank you so much for being with us today. You add expertise um, to this topic beyond what we can bring, and we appreciate that. Uh, we want to ask you, the audience, and our media friends to please help us spread the word about Look Again by sharing our video. Uh, we will have that up on our website for you as soon as possible at decal.ga.gov, also on our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube pages. also want to give a plug to uh, the website that uh, Dr. Grunstein mentioned, it's called noheatstroke.org. Um, they probably do the best job of documenting in real time cases of uh, specifically uh, pediatric vehicular heat stroke. And they have the, the news stories, the links. Uh, they have the breakdown of the age of the child, the temperature at the time, the circumstances involved. Um, they've done an incredible job since really the late 90s. Uh, they've got a lot of information on there, great data. Um, so definitely use noheatstroke.org uh, for the latest information on that. Uh, we appreciate the attention that each of you will bring to this critical issue of safely transporting children here in Georgia. On behalf of Commissioner Jacobs and everyone here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning, uh, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for what you're going to do. And uh, throughout the summer and year round, please don't forget uh, to always look again. Have a great day. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, I'm Amanda Van Meter, and I work in the CAPS division here in the city of Jonesboro. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, do you have any cool summer plans? Are you going on any cool adventures this summer? What do you have planned with your family? Uh, well, Amanda, yeah, I do have some plans. I am looking forward to the summer. I really like summer. Uh, it gives us a chance to just kind of slow down, no school schedule and um, no crazy activities for my kids, which is nice. So we, we really take advantage of slowing down just a little bit since we don't have that school schedule and activities. Um, but we will be taking a couple of vacations. I'm sure you've all heard that I love the beach. And so we'll be at the beach in June for the, our family of four to have some time together. And then we'll actually be going the opposite direction in July to Marquette, Michigan, which most of you have never heard of. Um, it's in the Upper Peninsula. My husband's uh, family has a little cabin up there on a little small lake. And so we will go up there and spend some time with my husband's parents. So um, summer doesn't seem that long when you, when you put all that in there, but looking forward to the trips and just looking forward to a, a little bit of a more relaxed schedule as far as uh, the kids go. Still prefer the beaches to the mountains? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely a beach kind of girl. Yeah. And you guys have like uh, routines you kind of uh, have set up in different places. The kids have favorite restaurants you go out. Oh, yeah. 
theme we have, nights. Yeah, we are creatures of habit. <laughs> so um, I guess that's good. Let's call it tradition, not creatures of habit. But there yes, uh, we, we have our routines for sure. Well, be safe and uh, enjoy the break uh, this yeah. summer. Everybody is your... Everybody uh, needs a break. Yes, especially this year. Uh, so enjoy. And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. Name one of our guests participating in the May 27th Look Again virtual news conference. Name one of the guests participating in the May 27th Look Again virtual news conference. Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. You could win a prize from Chick-fil-A, Children's Museum of Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame, the Gwinnett Stripers, the School Box, Stars and Strikes, Stone Mountain Park, the Roof and Skyline Park at Pont City Market, and Wild Adventures Theme Park. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.